You're listening to episode 156 of the Voice in Canada podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border, and let's talk voice. Hey there, Terry Fisher here. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. I am super excited about this one. I have a great guest in Audrey Arbini, who is uh, the brains behind Audio Brain, so to speak, and she did all the sonic branding that you're hearing. But just before I introduce her, I do want to let you know that this week on Wednesday, February 24th at 5 p.m. Pacific, we have The Voice Den. It is the 10th episode, and The Voice Den is all about bringing the community together to chat. The It's an online event. It is not structured. The only thing that I can tell you that is structured about it is that I have invited uh, five special guests to be the voice influencers, and you as a participant get a chance to come on screen, sit in the hot seat, so to speak, and chat with these um, very experienced uh, people in the voice industry. I also want to mention that this episode is entirely free thanks to the generous sponsorship of Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. As I mentioned, we have five guests and um, very, very experienced, well-respected people in the industry. Dr. Ahmed Bouzid, Diana Deibel, uh, Nick Godfrey, Caitlin Gutekunst, and Nick Schwab. So uh, just reserve your seat, your free seat. Just go to thevoiceden.com. And again, a big, big thanks to both Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant for their generous sponsorship. All right, well, let's get to today's episode. This is a recording of The Voice Influencer Show, which I did with my uh, guest co-host, Ian Utili. We had Audrey Arbini, who, as far as I'm concerned, is the best in the business when it comes to sonic branding. And uh, this is a discussion that uh, we had. So uh, without any further ado, let me, let me welcome you to the conversation uh, with Ian and Audrey. Audrey, how's it going? Here I am. It's going Yay! great. Thank you. Good to see you. Yay! And, Hi, Ian. Yay! And Ian, our co-host here as well. Great to see you. Oh, this is like a big here celebration. Great to see you too. <laughs> we'll have our own. We'll have our own voice den. That's it. That's it. Right, right here. This is it. Right. Private, this is right. private voice den. This is it right here. <laughs> Except that, like anybody that is on Twitter, LinkedIn, um, where else? Uh, Periscope, yeah. Attention Live. <laughs> just, just a couple of people listening in. But otherwise, it's private. It's- that's okay. But just our close, just our closest friends. That's right. That's right. Just of the closest course. friends. Of course. Audrey, it's so great to see you again. Um, tell us. You too. Um, we, we, we need to, first of all, get you to introduce yourself. So for those that are watching, who are you? Sometimes I wonder. But today, <laughs> <laughs> today I am the uh, CEO, founder, executive producer of AudioBrain. We specialize in sonic branding. I've been doing this for 25 years. I've had audio brain for 18 years, which I can't believe. And we're based in New York City and we do tons of sonic branding. That's all we do, but we do it for every industry and we do it across many touch points, voice. We build music servers and work in different countries and integrate sound, but it's all sonic branding, which is the, strategic and creative development and deployment of a consistent narrative for a brand and then 
making sure that every sonic asset, music, sound, voice, vibration, is consistent and authentic to that brand. That's amazing. I love that. Music, voice, sound, and vibration, I think was the one you the last one you said. Yep. I, I think when the average person thinks of sonic branding, they think of like a logo, a jingle, and like mm -hmm. that's all there is to it. And I mean, just the fact that you you even think about vibration, I mean, there's so much more to it than that. Um, can you explain a little bit about those different elements and how those come together to create a brand? Well, I started out when I, I thought I would be a music therapist. I've studied music since I was either three or four, more to get me to sit still than anything else. Uh, I don't know mm. how much I learned at three or four or five, but uh, then as I started to evolve, I took flute, then I took voice at Carnegie Hall, and I did. I was the only rock student in Carnegie Hall. Uh, and, uh, I thought I wanted to be a music therapist and I worked with kids that were deaf and blind. And so I would put their feet on speakers. Okay. They were in a, in a, they were wards of the state. They were in a state hospital. So I would then track their behavior after this music therapy through vibration and were their behavioral differences when they went back to where they, they lived. And so vibration comes in there because we're a vibratory system. And that's often the way that we, we sense music. Or if you have something like when people are developing the eyewares and anything that's close to peripheral of the head, mm -hmm. it goes through, the sound goes through your bone conduction. Uh, I had done a prototype for Sony, like I'm not kidding. It had to be at least 20 years ago where you would navigate through a city uh, it was it was being designed for people that were blind before, you know, we had all these little personal GPS devices, so maybe 25 years ago or so. And I said to them, well, what, what about somebody who's blind and, and deaf? So we did this thing where we put conduction of vibration here. So these are all elements that kind of create the, the biological sonic system. Music, obviously, we know what that is. I separate music and sound because they all are sound. They all relate to sound. Voice is sound. Music is sound. Vibration is, is waves that just, you know, transmitting directly into you. So that's what they are. They're all part of the same little universe that we're wired really well for. And, and hearing you speak about it, like you've got so much experience people that that know you know that and people that uh maybe don't know you as well uh, i think they should know the experience that you've had so um i know you're you're very modest and you wouldn't do this otherwise but everybody should know that we are speaking with an emmy award winner two time right here and can you just share with us like some of the projects and some of the brands that you have worked with because it is an extremely impressive list okay so the ones I can talk about, because there are a few that we can't even mention because they are so high profile and what we do is so uh, high profile, <laughs> we can't discuss them. But we've worked with Microsoft. We created the Sonic branding for the Xbox 360. And I really love when it comes up on a lot of people's favorite lists of iconic sound logos, but it was more than that. It was the whole system. It was the 
everything that integrated into it, their event, their executives walking to the stage, into their specials when it was launched, the killers play in their launch party. I mean, it was like a whole, a whole sonic branding initiative. Uh, we've been music supervisors. I've been music supervisor for NBC Olympics for nine different Olympics. So that's not nine years. That's nine Olympics and Tokyo would have made number 10. So we're a little postponed. Uh, IBM, Google, um, which is hard to think off the top of your head like that. Holland America line, we've done every single thing from their onboard ship experiences, original composition, voice branding, uh, casting voices in many different languages. We've done Logitech speakers. We've done all of the ultimate ears. We've done Jaybird. We're working on four right now, four different initiatives with them. We've done um, Whirlpool and KitchenAid appliances, which both Jaybird and Whirlpool, they're pretty award-winning. Uh, Whirlpool got a lot of press. A lot of people are interested in those uh, sounds and those products. And we also do different things in the science community. We do, I teach sonic branding at, I've, I've taught at uh, Pratt uh, School of Visual Arts Masters in Branding program. I mentor one semester and I do the master class another semester and we're about to start with FIT here in New York. Cool. And that's, and that's just the tip of the iceberg with Audrey. Amazing, really, truly amazing. I you know, so, it's so hard to name your clients or it's like someone's <laughs> asking you because there's just so many of them after all these years that I'm like, okay, and why didn't I mention that one and that one? I know, and that I know. One. Somebody's going to call you up and be like, why didn't you mention me on that? And I know what it's like. It's hard to remember yeah. off the top of the head, off the top of your head. Um, Ian, hearing all that, I don't know, what comes to mind I, for you? What are your thoughts? Wait, what one more. Thoughts? I got to wait, wait, I got to oh. get two more in there. Okay, two I more. Gotta get, I have to, I have to say the New York Giants. So we do a lot of work in sports branding as well. That's a really big one. And then we also have done many things in education for like Scholastic. So the fields and the industries that we work in are incredibly diverse. And we've, uh, we've uh, you know, sonically branded a host or two here and there <laughs> in recent months. You have. And uh, yeah, yeah, I want to talk about that with you as well. I just want to get Ian in here. Ian, like... Questions, comments, thoughts? What are you thinking? Well, I want to make it super practical because I I so believe in you have done something that so many people desire to do, which is to combine their passion, their destiny, their purpose with their ability to make an income and with their ability to be an artist. Like you've you've done what so few artists and so few business people can do, which is to be true to yourself as an artist to be true to yourself in terms of like sonic branding is an is basically a vocation that allowed you to be an artist and provide all this emotional benefit to and through your clients. So first of all, I just want people to understand that are watching this live or watch the archive that um, you are somebody that they can look up to and that they can follow uh, because you have done this effectively for a very long time. Now to, after I've said that statement, which I wholeheartedly believe, let me <laughs> ask you something practically. Sure. Um, I think there's a big difference between a prospect coming to you with a $10,000 budget hmm. and a million dollar budget. And I would assume that $10,000 budget is probably 
uh, low to standard uh, of a very quick project where a million dollar budget would be a very complex, very long term where you'd spend a lot of time just on strategy and ideation. Can you just walk through for a moment if people are looking to do sonic branding and they come to you budget first and they come to you lean budget or um, a full uh, really respectful and honorable budget, thinking of sonic branding in the way that you'd like them to in terms of all their all their different pieces that could that could come to the table. How would you approach a client that's saying, hey, we're all in and we've budgeted a massive uh, investment into this or hey, we're just we're looking at every single dollar and we got to keep it as, as tight and as lean as we possibly can. How do we just get the job done? Can you talk about those two approaches? I think it's very, very practical. I think there's people watching right now or that will watch the archive, will be interested in what you and AudioBrain could do for them and their organization. They may not even understand the budgetary approach and how you then would respond to uh, that that scenario. Right. I'm going to give you a third scenario. I'm going to give you like three different levels. So sometimes people come to us and they want to do sonic branding and they really don't have many, but they don't have budgets. Like the, their budgets are so tight. So right. what we do is we, we take a look at, you know, we, we have to be realistic, but we want to make sure that we get them something very viable. So whereas if we're doing something for Kia, right, or something that's a, a very large global brand, our competitive research is enormous. If you're doing something for McDonald's, you're going to do something that is an extremely extensive research end. If you're doing something for a more limited budget, we are going to do research. We're going to pick their top three competitors and we're going to do a snapshot. So we'll see, do they have a sound logo? Do they have anything that's really standing out as a sound that they own? Those are two entirely different approaches that take a, a difference of many, many months. Okay. We're going to sit with the person and we're going to say, what could you do realistically? Like what we're going to look at where they need the most impact. And for them, it is usually a sound logo. So, Mm. but before we do it, we're going to do the same process on finding out what their attributes are, what's true to them, what their brand characteristics are. We're not just going to shortcut that. We, we can't yeah. shortcut that. We have, to, we have to know that, whether we're doing it for pro bono, whether we're doing it for $10,000, whether we're doing it for $50,000, or we're doing it for a million dollars. We have to understand the essence of that brand or we're not going to do it. So there's mm. many times where we will we'll do it where we're – we go a little overboard in our deliverables because it's important to us to get it right. So that's where we're going to put our efforts in. Once we have that, the idea there is that we will create certain assets and create a certain point of view, certain instruments, certain things that speak directly to that person. Then that person can take what we give them. They can then have an idea if they have to work with stock music, what they're looking for, what what the right feeling yeah. is. They can run it by us. We have one client that it was like every single year, I'm going to tell you the story really quick because I know we're not going to be on for long, okay? 
two clients, all right? One of them is Microsoft, and we're doing the Xbox mm -hmm. 360. And the other one is First Advantage Federal Credit Union, and they're in like Virginia, okay? They have 10 branches and they have very limited budgets. Mm. So we decided what would be most impactful for them. And in their case, it was what was played in the environments of their branches. Mm -hmm. We threw in a sound logo just because. And we put messaging in that music as people heard it. But it wasn't your typical, it was not typical of what you would think you would hear in a credit union. Now, make a long story right. short, it was so successful. They had their people vote on which sound logo they wanted. People were calling up and they wanted those playlists that were playing in those branches. Then the next year they came back and we put like a prize. So when you walked in the bank, if you were like the 300th customer, you know, it played the sound logo when the doors opened. Then the next thing they did, but they, so each time they had these little budgets, they added little things. So long story short, I spoke at a conference. They asked me to bring clients. I brought Microsoft and I brought Jim from First Advantage mm. Federal Credit Union. And after the conference, so there's me, there's Microsoft executive producer, there's Jim, Cag, Jim Craig, love him. And after the, you know, after we spoke, all these people gravitated to Jim because he was the one that the majority of the audience had the similar budgets and struggled with the similar needs and he did it and he won awards for it. So uh, I thought that was incredibly interesting because I really did think that they were all gonna go to my Microsoft client or me. <laughs> That's really interesting. And I can and, speak about, sorry to interrupt, I, I, I mean, I can speak about this process too, because I have had the privilege and the pleasure of working oh, with fun. <laughs> Audrey to create basically my sonic branding across the board, whether it's from my podcast, my flash briefing, the voice den, uh, this, the voice Windsor show and everything. So, um, thank you. Whenever you get a chance, I always like yeah. to mention that it's, 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 it's amazing. Um, so I know you actually wanted to actually, you wanted to bring that up. Um, I, I, I mean, did. I'm so thankful for that. Um, was there anything in particular that you wanted to highlight? I mean, we can, I'm happy to talk about the yep. process with you and that sort of stuff. What are, what are, what did you want to talk about with, with regards to that? I mean, it's so much. A what fun I process. wanted to talk about, because I want to give the audience out there a real understanding of what we look for. Sure. So you are the perfect model to explain what I'm about to explain. Great. So, yeah. because in your sonic branding, you have, you know, I do this with my class. I'm like, I want you to bring in a sound that like, think of yourself as a sound, what you sound like when people think of you. When the phone rings, they hear the sound, represents you. When they think of you, they, the sound comes in their head, they think of you. It suits your personality. And my students will never come in with one song. They come in with three, they come in with five. They come, because there's this side of their personality, but then there's this side of their personality. And then there's this other side of their personality. And when you put that all together, that creates your unique sonic branding. That's the difference between doing things as a one-off. And Terry 
is a perfect example to illustrate with because he's very positive, very optimistic, very upbeat. He's got a lot of integrity. There's that fun side. Everybody knows that. Then there's a side that's got a lot of integrity, a lot of, a lot of credibility, a lot of professionalism. Then there's that technical side, completely technically advanced, uh, thought leader, uh, very forward into his way of thinking about things, even in this field of, of just how to leverage it out. So there's that whole voice technology side, mm -hmm. that whole technology in general side. Mm -hmm. And then there's the health advocate, mm -hmm. the doctor, the instructor, all of that, the wellness and the things that you do in that arena. Now, those are four different things. Those things each have sounds represented with them. And if you put them together, that makes Terry's sound. And Terry's sound would not work for me. And my sound would not work for Ian. Right. Because it's like getting a custom pair of shoes. But what if I was willing okay. to go to therapy and become more like you? Like, could I become <laughs> more like you to where your sound could be my sound? Okay. First of all, I don't think you're as loud as I am. Okay. That's number You'd one. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and it's talkative and animated. I'm just as I kidding. Am. I was just trying to make you laugh. Keep going. People, oh, I laugh at anything. People always tell me, "Would you sit still? Why are you always so like?" I'm like, "Cause I'm at, It excites me. What can I tell you?" <laughs> don't don't interrupt her, Ian. She was talking about me. Okay. I, I have know, to give her, I I to give her the check afterwards. It's the check. all about <laughs> Terry. All right, all right, Ian. Back, back to me. Back to me. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough about you. Let's get back to me. What actually? Yeah. What I do want to say is, um, because um, the process when you came to me and you asked me for like, you know, what do you like? And we, there was a whole sort of board that had characteristics, and you asked me, and you did your own research with your team, uh, looking at what I have out there on social media, and you you identified the 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 characteristics of me that that you thought represent me, and then I we went back and like it, it was a process, and I know that's how you do things with your clients, right? And I think, you know, and I say this all the time, you know, I have people in my family that are in the medical community and they, they'll be all stressed out. And I'll be like, I'm so stressed out from today too. And they'll be like, what are you stressed out from? You do music. You don't save lives. You don't take care of patients. You make music. But it, it really is a business and it really is a methodology. We are extremely research driven. We delved deep. We, um, we went through every single thing where we could hear where Terry spoke, what Terry's messaging was, what other people were saying, what, what his materials were. And, and it's, it's a, we don't do it different every single time. We have a very formidable methodology that we've honed over the years. We have our own set of proprietary tools. We have some trademark um, tools that we work with to keep, you know, to do the evaluation. Is it relevant? Is it extendable? Will it, is it sustainable? Um, is it flexible? You know, is it hitting these attributes? When we work with our clients, we put the words in front of them, Terry, as you know. We don't want to know that you like that sound. We want to know, are you hearing, you know, um, are you hearing health advocates? in these certain types of sounds. Yeah. 
So that was a hard one to get people to focus on the words, but we built tools to keep people on track. So it is a business. It's just, you know, we had to develop things to get us to that end creative and we had to make them fun enough so that non-musical people were not intimidated. We don't mm -hmm. want them to tell us that, you know, the B flat minor is my key or what you right. like, right. And like some, and there's always in a big group, there's always the musician. There's always one in every crowd. There was one in my crowd with Terry. <laughs> you know, what's amazing is that you would, you would um, like, even like really subtle things. If, if people really know me, they, they would be able to pick up little subtle things that, that are in my sonic branding. Like for example, I, I remember telling you, um, and you know this, like I'm a drummer, so I like drums. So there definitely is drums in my sonic branding. Uh, I liked more because of that. I like interesting rhythms. So there's a lot of interesting rhythms and syncopation in, in, in the sonic branding and all of these sort of things that really make it really personalized. If you want, I can actually play a couple of samples of things that you've got. I've got them ready and I can, I can just sort of, um, set them up with, this is how I use this now. And, and hopefully the audience can hear it a little bit. Maybe you can comment on it as well. Audrey, should we, should we do a couple? Um... I'll try. Okay, I, well, I, I'll, I'll send I that want too. you to comment about okay. which of them hitting your what you felt why that was resonating with you. Sure. So this is now I'm that gonna, I've set up what you are. Perfect. Perfect. So I'll play just. I'm just gonna play a few seconds of these. This is the the uh, opening theme for the voice den, and so it takes the, the running theme of my sonic branding. But when we did this, I remember talking to you about creating something that had a more we, we sort of like highlight the fun in it because the voice den was like a, a TV show type experience. So uh, I'll just play a little bit of that here for everybody. I want to go to party now. So that's, so that was the, that was the theme and it's got that, it's definitely got that upbeat kind of feel to it, yep, um, it does. which I love. And then the outro for it, when I run the credits, it was a different take on the similar theme. Again, an upbeat, sort of fun, fun piece of music, but a little bit different. So this is the outro. And then taking on that, just to display one more thing. So now for the Voice Fluencer show, which is a, you know, become an offshoot of the voice stand, it's the same type of branding with a different introduction. So I'll play that. So there's and what one yeah go ahead okay. go ahead go ahead you know, you know I'd love to hear your comments. One thing to notice about that is the voiceful answer, right? If you notice, that's that's scaled down because there's less people. We're more intimate. There's two to three of us on at any given time. So there's either Ian and someone, you and someone, or the three. Right. It's not as big. So remember that when you're doing your brand is that sometimes you want to scale. That's when I talk about scalable. Sometimes if we're doing something for a big arena, it's going to sound different than if we're doing an intimate piece, a one-on-one -on -one conversation, uh, a video bookend that's one person is going to talk, you know, that's a good example of scaling. Yeah. And, and Exactly. And then some other, I mean, and then when you do the, the sonic branding, I have, I should just highlight, like there's other pieces to it. As you said, it's not just that 
big intro piece, but you've created these, um, I'm not sure what, what the technical term is, what you call them, but they're loops that I could play while I'm speaking, but they're still on brand. So for example, and there's two different ones of those. So there's a little bit more upbeat one, a little bit more mellow one. And if I play the little more upbeat one, so, you know, I could be setting something up and talking and this loop is going behind what I'm saying, but it's still very on brand. And then there's a more mellow one as well. It's still got that brand, but I could be talking about something and setting up something. I love it. It's just, it's, and, and, and uh, Gina, who, uh, who uh, I know is a, uh, a regular on the, the voice den as well. I want to bring this in and she, she makes a very interesting comment. I'd love to get your comments on this, Audrey. She says, are you liking the music or are you hearing your brand? And, you know, in this case, I'm, I'm hearing my brand. Thoughts on that? Exactly when I said about the mood board and she and I go back and forth all the time. Just, we, 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 we're in good communication a lot of the time and uh, all on the same page. Um, and we both, she did her women in voice already and I'm going to be doing mine on November 20th, but she's right. It's like, if, yeah, you could like it or not like it, but if you like it, that's one thing. But do you feel it that it's yours? Does it feel like you? There's so much sound that I like. I don't even want to get into it, but like it would never be the right sound for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's, amazing. it's amazing. And she's she's spot on on that. That's exactly the point. Yeah. People put things uh, at a group recently, and we're we're working with them, and they say. Maybe we need to expand this out further to some other teams in here and have them bring in their three, their three videos that they think they have their best music on. Now they've never done branding. Mm. So they're just going to be in, bring in three videos that have music that they liked that, that they did a good score on. Well, we listen to them. They're not connected in any way, shape or form between themselves or between the rest of the organization. So uh, I try to tell people this all the time. Don't look at the words, look what the brand stands for. That's why we put them up on the wall because we were getting such, uh, you know, music is so subjective. You can't help. You can't get that totally out of the equation. So you have to do all that you can to get people to focus on the brand and and not necessarily their personal choices. However, if you, you know, were to take a certain type of music, and I do this, would do this a lot with different Olympic athletes. If I when I would when I would talk with them, some of them, I want to know what they were listening to before they were getting ready to compete. Because then I kind of had an idea what, like, what was what they felt, you know, what they felt like, and what, and it's, and then if I got to do a like a feature and make some recommendations for them, I would often put in something that I was an artist or some type of music that I knew they liked, and occasionally one or two would say to me, "Thank you," you know, like they, it was like a nobody else would get it, but they did get it. Amazing, amazing. Whoa, so much good stuff. Ian, thoughts, other questions. Comments. Well, I mean, I could ask, I could ask questions forever, but, but let me ask a futuristic, <laughs> let me ask a futuristic question that might be fun for you to contemplate and, and, and give us an answer on. Okay. Um, I believe 
that the desire and need for sonic branding will escalate at a, at a at a rapid rate over the next decade or so and i could be wrong but i do believe that i believe that because voice interfaces let blind people and people that can't read and write engage with technology and become content creators in a way they couldn't because these voice technology devices are able to hear and communicate in multiple languages it means that people that never had access to be a content creator uh, will be able to be a content creator in the near future Therefore, I think that the need for personal sonic branding, individual sonic branding, will escalate if there is a ability for people to get sonic branding done in a reasonable time frame and budgetary frame. If there was an application uh, or a platform, right? So if uh, Apple wanted to have sonic branding done for every single app in the App Store, or if Instagram, one of the apps in the app store wanted sonic branding done for every single Instagram content creator. How might that be tackled to do sonic branding at scale for millions, tens of millions, or hundreds of millions of people? And I'm not talking about today, but I mean, how might you envision that happening where people have a button in their, in their application or in their platform where it says, do you want sonic branding? And they can actually go through the process of doing something around sonic branding. I imagine there's some automation done today that's not probably not very good, but if uh, the wind is in the sails and if technology provides an opportunity for a massive amount of people to do personal branding, sonic branding in the distant future, five, 10, 15 plus years out, how might you imagine that manifesting? Um, because I imagine for you, this is a very unique thought about the future of technology where you imagine that a unlimited number of people all of a sudden want sonic branding because they all of a sudden became content creators because the bar has dropped for people to create content you know there's a million podcasters today as an example right 30 million podcasts have been posted out there in the ether so that's my question it's about the future of sonic branding and the ability okay. for sonic branding to be done for the masses amount of people that may want it? That's a challenging question, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the, where, where, you know, there's always a tension point. And for me, the tension point in there is uh, like there's 30 million podcasts. And then how many of them do I hear that like hurt my head because they're not done properly? There's hundreds more sonic branding firms now. And how many of them hurt my head? Because they're making a lot of noise. We don't make noise. So you can have the equation of, sure, you could probably do it right. There are people saying they're doing it right now. They have certain things. You put in certain characteristics. You put in certain information. And it will generate out the sound that you, but where I kind of have my reservations there is that it's going to have to be super intuitive. It's going to have to be able to read the emotional side. It really is because if I say one characteristic and you say the same characteristic, is it going to then generate out that same sound? Where is it going to, where is it going to get, it, it could get data, 
where is it going to get the emotion from? Mm. So once we get more and, you know, the conversational, Terry, you talk about this quite a bit when you say to your son, how was your day at school? It was okay. Right. It was okay. You know, it was good. It was good. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff, stuff, stuff that has to still be developed to get us to that point. It's, it's going to happen iteratively. And before you know it, just like um, well, uh, voice assistants and, and, and proprietary voice assistants that people are coming up with, where now, you know, like a few years ago, it was like a dream to think that you could have your own customized voice that easily. I mean, it was a pretty intricate process. Right. And now it's happening but there were steps that had to go along the way. So um, I, I could see it happening, but it's going to be interesting to see how it gets there because there's so many factors. You know, my dependable sounds different than my composer's dependable, and you don't even know he's inside working. You know, mm. it, it's so many variables that are going to have to get considered. So it's just going to have to, but then again, it'll, it, it could get there. Um, we get calls sometimes now from like super wealthy individuals who want sounds within their home to be customized, you know, yeah. for themselves. Hmm. So, but that's a, that's a pretty elaborate process, but that's kind of what you're talking about. We're just doing it on the level that we do it now in the future. You know, you could probably look at something and it could, you know, generate a sound for you who knows right it sounds to me yeah. like right now it's a very interesting question Ian. it sounds to me like the work that you do right now just by the nature of being able to interpret these emotions and all the creativity goes it sounds like right now correct me if i'm wrong but it, it doesn't sound like it's easily scalable like you can't you can't mm -hmm. you can't um you can't allocate that job you can't assign that job to a machine currently because the maybe the AI isn't there enough to be able to know how to interpret what, like what you were saying, like what does happy mean to me versus somebody else? And how does that then come out in the music? Is that because you're simply choosing a major key or is it because you have like the sound of a flute? Like there are so many different ways that that can be interpreted. Um, and it gets right. back to what you were saying, Audrey, like if my son says school, you know, school's fine or school's fine. And it, there's, there's so much that goes into the emotion of the voice. So, um, I can see it happening in the future as well, but boy, that's, that's a, it's a big one, a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah. But, it's a, but it's a then again, but then again, I could think of so many things that when I first heard about them, I thought were, were impossible. It would never happen. Right. And I'm not a pessimistic person. You know that Terry, it's like, if anything, like, you're not, I'll, pessimistic, I'll I'll take, say that. I will take on, I will take on jobs and say, yeah, okay, great. And then I'll turn around and I know what they want us to achieve. And uh, then I say to my guys, okay, uh, how are we going to do this? And that's the analogy for my apartment. My apartment, I have a view of the Empire State Building, okay? Awesome. But I only get to see the spire. I don't see the whole building. I just can see the spire where the colors change and everything else. And that's the perfect analogy for my life. If I could see where I have to get to mm. the top, 
we'll figure out how to get there. Yeah. I mean, but we've taken on projects that were just like, oh my God. But they do get there. And this is going to be one of those, oh, really? Oh, wow. Um, and it's going to be uh, pretty involved. But I don't, I don't see it as being impossible. I just see well, it as I mean, being more factors involved that people are going to have to consider. And they already are reading emotions in patience, right. you know, and they, they can take the way their tone of voice is on a certain day and, and assess whether they're well or sound a little sick. Um, right. There's so much that's going on at such lightning speed that it, it'll, it'll probably get there. I mean, I just wonder if a, if a company like Apple or Google or Amazon, yeah, I just wonder if it'd be, it, it would a big, huge company with a billion users and a trillion dollar market cap find it to be reasonable to try and create this technology over the next decade because they would believe their users would find so much more value in being on their platform because they created the sonic branding for all these users. Um, and there's, again, this is not like a today thing or even this next couple year thing. But over time, I, I think it's a very interesting idea. So maybe something uh, that we'll talk about in the near in the future, you know, because it's something that's on my mind, being that we've built a platform for Sonic Streaming, and we've built an application at Attention Live for live podcasting. We believe that in an ideal scenario, we'll have tens of millions, hundreds of millions of users, billions of users using our software in the next several decades. And we'd love for there to be an ability for people just to automatically create sonic branding using some machine learning, artificial intelligence, and direction from you and people that are your peers in your industry. So anyway, that's why it came to mind because it's very personal to me in terms of I see it as a major need. And I wonder if one of these huge corporations that's a platform company with billion plus users might find the value in creating that ability for their mm -hmm. uh, for their users. Well, I, I think it could come from somebody who's not that kind of person. I think it could come from somebody that just has a fantastic idea, you know, mm -hmm. and is like wildly out there and crafts something. I mean, mm -hmm. there've been some things that are just pretty phenomenal that, that have come up just because the right mind was in the right place at the right time and got it started. Now, might they buy them or partner with them, you know? Who knows? I mean, I could see it happening. I just think that it's so specified, but so are so many other things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Amazing. Amazing. Audrey. So I know that you are getting more and more busy with the way things are going and I want to be respectful of your time as well. So I want to kind of wrap up here, but um, I'd love for you to tell everybody, actually two questions. I'm asking everybody this on the show. The first question is, I'm really thankful you're going to be on the, uh, the party episode with us. <laughs> as one of the voice lancers, which is going to be fantastic. And I'd love for you to tell us what questions you would like to get from the audience. So what are the things that you would like to be able to speak about? And what is your sort of sweet spot? Uh, that's the first part, first part. And then the second part is I just want you to be able to share with us where everybody can go to, to learn more about what you're doing and follow along with what you're doing. Okay. So questions that I would like to have, um, that's kind of hard. That's there's so many of them. It's different people have different questions. You know what I mean? So I'd really rather it just come from them. 
they I've told them already what sonic branding is about. Mm -hmm. I've told them, you know, I, I go through all the different places. You know, I wish we put this big grid up of you. You would never believe till you really start to think about it, all the places that sound goes. And so I, I just would like to leave it open to whatever they're interested in and voice. I really would like to talk about when people use voice within products and when people use voice on a global level, because that's an area that is a little, get, could get a little tricky because even the, even the biggest developers of all, there's so many different languages and so many different dialects of those languages that it's almost an impossible thing for anybody to wrestle that they're gonna tackle every language in the world. So, you know, that's, that's a, kind of a little tricky area. So just to get a little bit into voice, because we are talking about voice, that that's a big challenge. Mm -hmm. And where people could reach me, uh, you could go to Audrey Arbini on LinkedIn, or you could go to Audio Brain on LinkedIn, or you could go to audiobrain underscore my on Twitter and Instagram, or go to our website and it's audiobrain.com. And on the, the on there, you just hit info at audiobrain.com and you can send us an email directly. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Audrey Arbini and with my uh, co-host Ian Utili. As you heard, um, really fun, really, really fun to work with Audrey on creating the sonic branding that you hear now. Uh, really part of all the different events and, and podcasts and all the different things that, that I have running. So uh, really incredible work. So again, I encourage you to reach out to Audrey if you want to learn any more about Sonic Branding. Finally, I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in uh, this week again. A quick reminder, again, this week, Wednesday, February 24th at 5 p.m., we have The Voice Den. And uh, again, thanks to the sponsorship, the generous sponsorship of Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. Uh, there is no cost for this event, and I encourage you to uh, to join us. It will be at 5 p.m. Pacific, and following that, at 6 p.m. Pacific, we're going to have an after party on Clubhouse. So if you're on Clubhouse, uh, please make sure that you uh, join us as well. It'll be wonderful to see you there. It'll be a little bit of a free-for-all, but that's the, the voice dance style. Uh, we get everybody up on stage, and we just chat and introduce each other and just, just have a good time. So I encourage you to check that out. Um, as usual, we'll have show notes for the podcast episode. You can catch that at voiceincanada.ca slash podcast. And otherwise, I will see you later. See you in the voice den. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you again soon.